The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Today is the 14th of February, 2018. Now, we're going to go over a couple things. Well, we're going to go over a lot of things, but the first thing we need to do is to stand up. Now, when you do this, you want to take the breath through your nose and exit it out of your mouth, but you want to do it slowly. And when I take the breath in, I always push my tongue up against the roof of my mouth. So we're going to go... And slowly out. I am a winner. I am a champion. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to bust the world's ass in half today. Um, You know, we always say I am unstoppable. You can put anything you want into that because here we are unstoppable, and you can be too. Look for a lot of the stuff we're going to be putting out down the road. But you want to talk about just value from what we talk about here. Over 800 podcasts with the most information content-wise out there. I don't care who you tell me. They don't have people on here to the degree of what we talk about, what we live, what we do, and the free solutions you're getting here. As I said, people are like, go go write a book. I got enough material to write a book. I don't have to write a book. This is my book. This is the encyclopedia of knowledge, if you ever want to know it, and we're just going to keep comprising more and more. Down the road, who knows what we're going to do? with different people that are on here. I've been approached by a number of things. I've been approached by some of our guests here. They want to come under the umbrella and start doing their own shows. That's a big undertaking, and right now, the idea here is to become prosperity conscious 100%. Now, we've done that. Uh, the next thing you need to know is to go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Um, Winners and Champions, Inc., The best product I believe out there, I mean, it's everything I test here, everything I use here, on and off. It's got 15 years of value and credibility in there. And I'm not the kind of guy that puts out a product and you can't get a hold of them ever again. I live and breathe this stuff. You know, it's my oxygen. Buy it. I'm telling you right now, you get on this, I will help you with anything on it. I'm telling you, you're on your way to being the best you'll ever be. It's just things that you don't see anymore. You don't see high shrugs. You don't see dips. You don't see pullovers. They are man-making, woman-making movements. And you come here in Albany because I've already said, right now you can come on with me. I'll give you a free consultation. Free. All right? Who's doing that stuff? I mean, I know guys are giving consultations. They charge you $500 for an hour. I'll give it to you for free, and we'll get you started. So you can contact me at 518-894-4450. That is the business phone. You'll, I will, If you call me, you'll hear back within 24 hours, and that's my word. Also, too, don't forget to go out to our Prosperity Conscious page. We've been studying and talking about this. Douglas Graham is going berserk on this stuff I've been talking about. Um, he's already seen a shift in his life. Now, that's what I'm saying. We have people on here that have been in this business forever, 
and they're drawing from the well here as I draw from them. That's the idea with everything. I want to see everybody make money. Decide how much you want because I don't care what anybody tells me. Oh, you know, they love to say money is the root of all evil. No, that's not really how the verse goes from the Bible, but you need to go look that up. What it is, is the more money you make, you decide. Just think of the solutions you can bring to people, the product to market, the people you can speak to. You know what I'm going to do when I make my first million? You want to see, we're going to have a party with the best people on this show, and we're going to get together, and we're going to go out and speak to 10,000 people. Mark my words, it's all happening as we speak. I'm not going to give you the gentleman's name, but Monday will be the biggest uh, guest I've ever had on the show as far as following goes. Everybody here is number one to me. This gentleman could crack the wall wide open for this show. That helps everybody. So pay attention to that, too. Also, go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. we got Paul Firepower Gray on with us. Paul, to me, is the epitome of what I want around here. Um, not only is he a loyal friend, he's a supporter of mine, and I am to him, um, but just his thinking and the way his approach is, is what you all need to listen to. All right, This is what's so important here. This is the stuff I think that kind of gets pushed over a little bit because you're just listening to the podcast. Listen to the personalities. Listen to how they interact with me and how I interact with them. That's where you're going to really find your gold and green dust, as they say. Also, too, our free newsletter, which I'm going to be doing more and more of it, motivationmuscle.com. Um, sign up. It goes to uh, my account. Um And you'll be getting whatever I put out into your mailbox. Um, And that's a great thing. Also, too, don't forget now, we are um, advertising here. Uh, Call me at 518-894-4450. I thank Frank DeMeo and Don G. Fardino, who's the first. I also got a message this morning from a very large insurance company that is very involved with not only the athletes but people of health obviously health consciousness etc cetera, etc cetera. they want to speak to me about coming on and sponsoring the show all these dreams are starting to happen and they were always happening but now you're starting to see them in front of you more and more and with our guest on monday and some other people that would be coming on here this show could blow from 30,000 downloads a month to 100,000 with these people And downloads and stuff like that don't matter really anymore in the industry. It's the value you put out, the shows, the video, whatever it is. You inspire and get people to get moving, and that's what we're going to keep doing. Also, too, as I said, um, FPC and M&M are definitely a media group now. We're publishers, obviously, of some incredible blog material. And our audio content, like I said, I'll brag. I, I don't care who it is out there. They don't match up with me. And people have said to me, well, that's a little big to say. Well, you can go do whatever you want. But I know the feedback I get. Everybody on here is a tough ass. But they're very good people and very generous people and loving people. But people say to me, I just listen to you because I love your New York accent. Well, this is balls to the walls here, and that's the way it's always going to be. So don't forget all these things we touched upon. We are a media group, and we're going to get bigger, bigger, and bigger. And one day, you might hear the likes of Paul Firepower Gray on here doing his own show. 
And we are going, you know, the plan is the end of April to have a live call and show. This is huge. All right. So we hit that. I'm going to hit this quick and get Paul in here quick. This is from Milo, April 1996, volume four, number one. This is by our pal Steve Jack. And pray for Steve because Steve has some very serious health issues right now. And I mean very serious. And I'm not going to talk about him, but I was contacted many months ago by Steve. That's why he hasn't been on here. Um, but we love Steve, and Steve was the big influence why I lifted stones among Anthony DeTillo and John McKean with the power rack. If a tree falls, if a tree falls in the forest, are you man enough to move it? By the end of the first week of medieval lit, I knew I was in trouble. Oh, I could handle the term papers and most of the old English. I was, however, having trouble relating to my classmates. We read legends of heroic knights and warriors, epic poetry of steadfast seafarers, and yet, when class was dismissed, they'd prance to the sweet shop for coffee and cream puffs, while I, frothing at the mouth and battle-ready, would bolt to the nearest field to throw hammers and stones. Why? I was inspired. Inspiration is not a passive word. It's built on the Latin root for spiritus, from which we get spirit and literally means breath or inhale. Yogis and pearl divers aside, there's not a lot to be gained from breathing, from holding one's breath. I believe it is equally futile to stockpile one's mental arsenal and never wage war. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it's actually made a sound. How about you? In the picture down below is Steve Jack as he lifts one after the other the two blue stones of, of old Daly in Carrick, Scotland. And as I said, our prayers are with Steve because you talk about an outstanding individual. Unbelievable. Well, as I said, we got Paul Firepower Gray coming in. Let me give you a little information on this gentleman. Number one, he's the head trainer of Firepower Jim. He's an accomplished martial artist with over 30 years of training. He's also a movement specialist and an injury prevention specialist. Paul, welcome back, brother. I know that was long, but there's an awful lot of good stuff to that. Um, welcome back to the show. Anything I missed, websites, whatever's coming up, give that. And we're going to get into, this could, this could be something that's going to light you on fire. We're going to talk about POV, point of view. And I'll tell you what, we plan, well, I'll speak for myself if Paul wants to say it, I plan on rattling some brains today. Welcome back, brother. Hi, Eric. Um, hey, man, I was just listening to your dreamy New York accent. <laughs> I'll listen all day. You just, you just keep going. You, you, you put the world to rights all by yourself, my friend. That's, Thank you. It's awesome. Um, can I just say before we start as well, uh, best wishes from myself, but anybody that's listening to this to Mr. Jack. Yes. I'm going to send out best wishes to that, that gentleman. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, let's, let's get this rolling. Um, my new website, I've been kind of hinting about this for quite a while, um, the Coach PFG educational website is actually going to go live in the next few days. Awesome. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it's got a, a, a basic side to the website where it has probably 15 hours of material um, that anybody can do. Yep. And if you're completely living on the couch, you can you can do this stuff. But if you're an athlete and you apply the principles to which I talk about 
the same basic stuff will literally hit you too. It's actually it, it's it's good stuff. Um, we've also got the mentorship side of it, to which um, now for the first time ever taking on ten specific mentorship students mm-hmm. that if they're interested in learning what I do, how I do it, and the full process of the ten stages of geometric tension. I'm going to take them through that within, um, you know, a full year. And I'm limiting it to 10 because I literally think that that's all the time I can manage. I don't want any more than 10 because I, I want to do a good job, right? I don't yeah. want to kind of not be able to provide um, the best support I can, which I know you are the same yep. as far as that goes. And there's some new products on there. There's a new Turkish Get Up tutorial toolbox, which by itself is nearly three hours of material. Yep. You know, a lot of guys out there are going to think they know the TGU quite well. Um, you know, if you invest in this, which, you know, three hours of material, it's priced very, very low. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody will be able to get something out of it. Well, I, I am sure. I'm yeah. 100% sure. Yeah. And we've got the new A-Flows, um, athletic bodyweight conditioning going on there this week as well. So it's just, it's it's going to be great. It's got to be. be I'm excited. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's got to be exciting as hell. You know, speaking of like, I, I like the way you say, you know, you want to keep the class down to 10 because you want people to really absorb and learn from because it's very hard to do big classes. A lot of people get lost in the woodwork. Now, this is going to tell you something. I've, you know, I'm doing some stuff with Parkinson's people here, okay? And it, it's all connected with the sand dune. And I've been, you know, really getting into the frontal lobe of the brain. And I've been talking about rewiring and the training I'm doing, which has changed totally. And I, I think at some point, you and I, I want to talk to you offline before we come online with this. Because I think it will blow your mind what's happening with me. But that's another show. So the gentleman says to me, well, how much do you charge? Now, this is just my observation from doing this. I no longer train people for an hour. If we go over a little bit of a half an hour, that's it. And I'll tell you why. I don't feel, especially in the beginning, most people have the attention span yet to absorb all the material you're giving them. So I like doing things in bite-sized pieces, but when they hit you, it really makes you take it with you and think. So I told him the price, and I said, you'd have to come twice a week. And he says to me, well, that seems awful high. I said, well, if you get a guy that, and I don't claim to know everything, but I know a lot of shit, and I'm always experimenting with everything. I never stop. I said, what do you think it would cost you one-on-one with somebody that has done all the work here, done the experimentation for the last year with it, what do you think they would charge? He goes, I have no idea. I said, well, you ought to go out and just search around because I'm going to tell you it's going to probably be three times of what I'm asking you. And then, you know, it's like, well, you know, I'll call you next week and all that. Well, probably not, but I don't want to be that way. But you spend more money and more time on gadgets than you do on yourself. And, you know, that in itself is a show. But, you know, I'm sure you run up against this a lot and everything, but... The thing that the thing that really start and this all goes into what we're going to talk about point of view today. Um, this all just bleeds right into it. It's like, okay, I gave you my point of view and you came back. Now I can respect that and everything, but I do know what you do outside 
with some of the things you do because I know the people you go to, I know the supplements you buy, and the thing is, is this stuff working for you? Not much. And it's like what you need to do, anybody, is you need to get into an atmosphere that is not only going to grab you and somewhat choke you, but it's going to make you take all this negative reactions in you and squash them down dead. And I can't seem to get this through to people enough. Some are starting to come on board, but they don't think mentally about everything. Everything is about, okay, what can I get? What can I do? Do I have to put this much effort in it? Yes, you do. It's like business, entrepreneurship. I've had, and this is where I'm going to lead right into it and give it to you, Paul, is this. Point of view to me, and this is why I really am going to rattle some people. Um, there's been some things that have happened here recently, and I've got the same old bullshit from people, whether friends, outside, whatever. You know, um, don't you think it's time? Maybe you start looking at other things, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want those people around me, and I don't care about their point of view, and I, and I get this. Well, you know, that's not the way to be. Yes, it is the way to be because if you want to be a successful entrepreneur or anything you do in your life, the chatter's got to go. The outside world has got to leave you. I said, how do we process things? We process them from the inside out, all right? And these are all the changes that have happened to me in the last three months, besides learning how just to hold your hand on your frontal lobe and the rear lobe of your head when you're even stating intention, okay? So I don't care about point of view anymore. I don't care what's going on out there anymore. What I care about is this creating the best life for myself and the ones around me and the businesses, obviously. We have a media giant here that is only going to get bigger and bigger. As I said, we're going to go mainstream. Do you think I'm going to get anywhere if I listen to this one saying, well, you know, you ought to be making at least 5K a month. Well, why are you working 12 or more hours a day, seven days a week, well, why are you out in 20 below weather breaking your fucking ass lifting a stone that you got to break off the ground with something because it's frozen? I'll tell you why. Because I want to do it. I'm not going to be some person, like I said to Paul before we came on, I'm not going to be sitting in an old folks home and some young man comes and visits me who's an entrepreneur and says, so what do you think? How is your life? And, and where do you feel right now as it's getting near your end days? And I say, you know what, son? I didn't do the things I set out to do. And you know why I didn't do it? Because I listened to every stupid fucking asshole out there. Don't let that take it. I said to Paul, too. I remember years ago hearing this. The regret is the worst thing, okay? But I remember a gentleman saying, and I gotta find out, find where that, where that line was. Take a walk through a cemetery sometime and listen to all the voices of regret. If you think I'm kidding you, or you think it's like a joke, take me up on that challenge. Go speak to some nice people at a, at an old folks home. I do that on occasion. I talk to everybody. I love to talk to older people because there's so much insight and knowledge there, but there's an awful lot of regret. So forget about point of view. Take it, brother. Take it. I just want to come back to one thing you said there, which is, you know, why, you know, you, you, you did the voice of somebody else saying, why do you want to go out and pick up that, you know, rock frozen? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
the thing that you know I you know me I always take notes I yep. always take notes you send me kind of the idea of what we're going to do and I write down a few notes and one of the things I've got written down with exclamation marks is why not me yeah and that popped into my head when you were um, when you were saying you know why do you want to go and do that or uh, you know the yeah. why not yeah why not why wouldn't you want to go and do that and that point of view as you were saying or that perspective on things is the difference between success and failure because I see people walking around and living their life with the handbrake on oh yeah hell yeah they want to, yeah yeah they want to go at 100 mile an hour but they scupper their own success because they're too scared to go at 100 mile an hour so they're, they're, they're riding around with a handbrake on all the time because yep. they're scared of possibly failing scared of only making it to 70 mile an hour yep you know what i mean and the, the 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 whole point is that if you make it to 70 it's better than the 30 that you're driving at now burning <laughs> your handbrake out yep you know, and that's what they don't seem to to see and the the scope of their own chance of success and because they live with that day in and day out the, the this whole knowledge that they want to live their life a certain way but are too scared to take the risks and the chances to live that way that's where we get this kind of doldrums lethargic apathy that develops into negative negativity in our thinking that we're so happy to share around because we don't want anybody else to be able to do what we can't do because we're too scared to take the chance and if they just stopped and, you know, asked themselves a few questions at that point, you know, that, okay, what do I really want out of life? So what I want is to be, you know, to pick up the big stone in Iceland. That's yeah. what I want. Yep. I want that. That's, that's my what. So then there is, well, why can't I do that? Why not me? Why not? Why can't I? Somebody else might say, why would you want to? Or you can't do that, or it's too heavy. But why can't you say to yourself, well, why not me? Other people have done it. Mm -hmm. I can do it. Why can I not do that? So what I try and do, because talking about regrets, and me, I already have regrets. Of course, we all do. We all do. You can, you can be defined by them or you can use them to, to change your future. But some of my biggest regrets so far is that when I was in my early 20s, I didn't believe in myself. I, I didn't see myself as other people saw me. And that's, that's, a, that's a real common thing, I think. You know, you have you had that thing when you go up to somebody and go, oh my God, you're... Yep so good at this and they go no I'm not yeah no yeah. no no I, I, I kind of suck at that and you're like you have to convince them that they've done really well or whatever because they don't see themselves as they actually are they have a twisted perception of themselves they don't believe in themselves and that up till this point is definitely my biggest regret because mm -hmm. all I did is saw well I'm not as good as that person or that person can do this or you know, I would look to the fitness professionals and, you know, my heroes in the industry that were putting things out on the early days of the internet and DVD and little YouTube videos, 
And I was terrified of doing that. Right. And crippled for fear of criticism or for fear that it wasn't perfect. You know, and it, it never occurred to me that it didn't have to be perfect. Exactly. That it just had to be as good as I could do at that time and that there was probably a huge amount of people out there that it would benefit. So why couldn't I do that? Why couldn't I do what they were doing? Why not me? Well, what I, I didn't do. Well, and, and I understand totally because there's a couple things I want to tell you. You know, when you talk about basically holding the brake, you know, going front, you want to go 100, but maybe you get to 70 or maybe you're at 30. You know, I was talking with a buddy of mine yesterday, and that's how I was equating a lot of this. Just picture an 18-wheel tractor trailer going down the highway at 150 miles an hour, and suddenly you guys stop the brakes, all right? And you're, it's going sideways in every which way, and you're 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 trying to hold it on the road and and you straighten it out finally and you keep going and that's what entrepreneurship and every other thing is all about it's taking your point of view and basically putting it right through the cement and no matter what happens you're going to stick with it and you hit a big note right there about not promoting yourself being not having the confidence to do it you know you film well i don't know if i want to do it here's the deal folks you're probably doing it much better than anybody out there who don't have a professional photographer. I'm going to do some filming this week. I'm going to talk about some stuff that I want to talk about um, that's going on here. And obviously, if the weekend cooperates, I'm going to do all the filming for Etched in Stone for Men, which is going to be called Men Etched in Stone. That's going to be the new name. Obviously, that product is going to be a kick-ass product, but there's many other things coming on. But what I want to say about the the, the sideways with the 18-wheeler, look, you got to be willing to do that. you got to be willing to take every piece of your manhood, no matter how scared you are, and keep rolling with it. And that's the big rub with everybody. It's always all these things that are coming into your head that are telling you you can't do it and why do you want to do it? And you know, you got a nice comfortable job making 50k a year, you got benefits. Why do you want to leave that? Well, I'll tell you what. I had a job that was close to 100k four and a half years ago, and would it be great to have that kind of income right now? Yeah. But I'm building a lifetime of income here. I will not stop until the day my pockets are full $100 bills. And let me explain that before you shake your head. I am not going to be not having prosperity in my life. Yep, every day I give gratitude. You don't think I give gratitude to be able to get out of bed and walk. I've told you about this. I'm staring at Jimmy right now. All these things I give gratitude. Am I? Do I have gratitude? I've got a beautiful home. I've got a roof over my head. 50 feet from me right now, to me, I've got the ultimate playground. All right? But it's a very serious playground that could kill you, hurt you, or bring you joy like you never had. Am I happy for all these things? Am I happy to be talking to Paul right now? Absolutely. It's all gratitude. But the bottom line is, I don't like where I am financially. Okay? I don't want to say, okay, I've got to use this amount to go do this, because if I don't, I won't have this. That is not the way to live. That's living in lack, all right? So one of my biggest things, obviously, I'm looking where I want to go, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's where I think I want to live, at least in the United States 
or I'm going to live up in Lake George, which is about an hour and a half on Sandy Bay. Why? Mountains. I love staring at mountains, especially when they're snow-capped. Why? I want to build a log cabin. Why? I want to build the extension on a log cabin where I'm going to have a small foundry, dirt floor, and you name it, all the stuff I have here and some will be there. I want to learn how to weld. Why? Because I'm an equipment freak. And I've got ideas right now. I've got a plan for a power rack that you've never seen in your life before. Why? Because I want to be on the water. All right? I want to be around people that are very financially on a very high end. Those are the people I want to associate with. Will I associate with anybody? Yeah. But what you build around you, the point of view you're hearing, successful people, people that have been through hell and come back, maybe not once, twice, three times. People have lived through diseases, conquered it, and went out and built an empire and helped people because of that. That fell into their lap and they didn't say, well, I can't do this or I'm going to die. Fuck it, man, if you do. But you go out, man, with your guns blazing and you do something. You don't sit there in a corner and say, Oh, the world made me a victim or it dealt me a bunch of bullshit. I'm telling you right now, I heard it the other day from a woman. Simple things, you know, and it's not simple everybody, but some things that happened. And it was this constant fixation, this dwelling on it. I'm like, do you realize what you are bringing into your experience? And they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They want to sit there and just dwell and relish on that and tell everybody this and that. This is why you hear points of views coming at you like, well, you didn't make it this week. What are you going to do? Down to your last penny. What are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Somehow, some way, the money will come to me. All right? First off. And second of all, I'm never going to give up my dream because I'm not going to be in the cemetery and someone's going to walk by my grave and hear me saying, hey, I got 85 to 90% of motivation and muscle and Fiorella Barbell Company going. And just the last crack in the wall, I said, I can't do it anymore. I've had enough. I'm done. And suddenly the wall breaks wide open and comes down, and I walked away from it. And I died taking that with me. Never going to do that. It's all yours, brother. Yeah. I think um, that what you've just said about people just happy to whinge and mourn and lament their situation, but too scared or not willing or too lazy yep. um, to actually do anything about it. And I, I, I want to kind of put some perspective on this myself because perspective is everything. Yeah. You know, if we, if we look at something like you lifting, you know, the Hoosa steel or the big stone. Yep. Some people will just say that's dangerous, some or crazy. Other people like yourself will find it exhilarating. And at the end of the day, you're both right. Mm-hmm. It can be what you want it to be, and you can choose exactly how you think about any giving, given subject matter. And the, the, the cool thing about us is we have the ability to rewire the plasticity of our brain, in which means we can change our emotions and thought patterns towards any given subject. Yep. And, I mean, this is this can be... This, this can be make or break for people in life. There's a funny little story here before I go on to, you know, kind of my little hit list of what I want to talk about, actually. But a girl I knew a while ago, um, we got into a conversation, like, one time. Yep. And 
she actually mentioned that when she was younger in kind of her early 20s and she got married quite young, she actually didn't like sex or didn't want anything to do with sex or anything like that to her she'd it was a it was a taboo it was horrible it was ugly it was you know she had this kind of mental idea towards it and um she said it it occurred to me at some point later on that i'd actually she'd been brainwashed and adopted kind of the beliefs of her parents yep that that's how they even though obviously they'd had kids they were very um, Victorian and, or, or even Puritan about the whole idea of um, any form of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just grew up adopting that belief, and at no point in her life had she ever actually gone, "Why not enjoy this? Or do I enjoy this? Or could I enjoy this?" She just had it. This is horrible. And she said that from that point on, she actually turned around and you know. I, I want to be able to enjoy something that's perfectly natural that other people seem to really enjoy. And she actually worked on changing her perspective. And she literally would tell herself that, you know, this this intimate act is now no longer bad, no longer taboo, no longer dirty or sweaty or horrible or whatever it was. It's now right. pleasurable, natural, intimate fun and she changed the words that she used whenever she thought about it and a whole attitude towards it changed and, and, and subsequently so did our life, so did our relationships so did our marriage um, so we have the ability to do that uh, perspective or point of view is not fixed, it's not rigid, it's not set in stone it is what we want it to be and it's what we choose it to be and it literally affects every facet of our future life. So we better be damn careful at what words we use to describe things, and especially when we're making an important decision. You know, one of those old sayings is you should never make an important decision when you're mentally in a in a bad place or depressed or down or angry, right? Yes. Yep. You know, that decision because your perspective is anger or depression at that time, that decision is most likely not going to be positive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just wanted to, to, to add that and, you know, that people's point of view are based on beliefs that they've either adopted from somebody else or convinced themselves are their truth. But that can change. And if we just don't defend these beliefs as if they are, you know, an absolute and if we look at all possibilities and think about any belief and any any choice and any decision we make that actually what decision can I make that holds to my core values I'm not going to break my core values and if it's not harmful to anybody else I'm not screwing that person over why can't I change my choice or belief that's going to impact my future positively absolutely um Look, the bottom line is, and this is the hardest thing for people to triumph over, you know, you have decades of, it's brainwashing, that's the best way to put it, of brainwashing where how do you expect to get anywhere if you can't take this stuff and squash it right out of your mind permanently? And there's always going to be a little bit left. And I know people, what do you mean? 
you can't get rid of everything, but you can get rid of the majority of it, and you've got to learn to override those negative thoughts, those connotations that have been burned in your subconscious mind. You've got to literally go in there with a chisel and start chiseling out of your brain. And the problem is most people are more concerned about putting together a Christmas party or what's the latest version of this, that, and the other thing. Now, look, I've got nothing against technology. I want to make that clear because I couldn't do my job without it. And you, the way you're starting to see things go, guys like Paul and I, I mean, yeah, we love all the old school stuff. We're all part of that. But I'm telling you right now, if you're not up on it, you're going to die out with it too because if you want to get your message out, you're going to need it no matter what. And it's good to get acclimated with it like that. And this is what I'm saying with everything. Points of view are points of view. But if you want to change where you are right now, like that woman who hadn't had sex, look, your parents do the best they can with you. And the problem is with a lot of us is, especially with money, we take our parents' uh, DNA on. I mean, this probably could have, if your father and mother were like this, chances are their father and mother were like this, et cetera, et cetera. How many times I can remember... Money doesn't grow on trees. What do you think? It's a bank? You know, this, that, and the other thing. When you start this at a very young age, what happens? This, once again, gets chiseled right between the two ears on you, meaning your brain. And if you don't remove this stuff, you are going to be in for a lifetime of a lot of disappointment. Now, this is where I differ from a lot of people. And I'm going to give this right back to you, Paul, because I want to ask you this question. Well, I'm going to tell you my question, and I'm going to answer it, and then I would like you to, please. Look, school is good for, I don't know, I, I guess I'll call it learning, all right? But when you graduate, usually, what are you really prepared for? Have they set you up for the assembly line to go work nine to five, hate your boss, hate your job? Retire, maybe you live five years after you drop dead, or maybe in between. Now, I know not every job's like that. There are people like their jobs, and God bless them. But the majority of people don't. And I've always thought of the teaching experience because I have a ton of teachers in my family, and I definitely have that ability. And But the thing is, I can convey the message very well, and this is what I would do. And this might be something Paul and I maybe will do even down the road with a number of people. Uh, let's set up class. I mean it as teachers. Let's give them an alternative. Let's talk about entrepreneurship. Let's give them the steps how to build a business. Let's give them the steps of how to think. Let's give them the steps of how to change what they feel. Let's give them the steps to be able to have relationships with people that they need to have with, that matter, not just go out with somebody for the hell of it. As I was saying to um, Ken Nowicki the other day, I'm a big believer in when you want to date someone, date above what you think you are. And they're like, what? I'm like, go after the girl that you think that no one else could ever have because not only is she beautiful, she's successful, she has a certain walk about her, she's got style. Well, what if she says no? I said, well, what if she doesn't? Okay, And when you do things like this, because we talk about the Manly Men's Movement page we just put up, that's one of the things I mention in it. You know, never apologize for being a man. 
and people can take that one or two ways. Well, a man knows how to treat a woman, and you don't get involved with a woman that doesn't know how to treat a man. Period. End of story. I, you know, I don't need to know anymore. All right? Now, when you date above what you feel you are, which I still think you should think you're the best out there, um, and say she leaves you. Say you only get a date or two with her. Well, you know when you've become a man is when you've built the confidence to let her walk out the door and you don't give a shit. It's very important, folks, to think that way because too many people take it upon themselves to feel bad for every situation. Well, if you're going to feel that way, you're going to sit in that cubicle 9 to 5 that you hate. You're going to go home to a house you probably don't like. You probably don't get along too well with your wife, and your kids disrespect you. And one of the biggest reasons is not only is it what are you conveying, but what do you look like as a physical entity? Are you some balding 38-year-old with a big fat gut loaded with uh, female hormones? Is that what you are? Well, you sure as hell shouldn't be. And don't tell me you don't have the time, because I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to give it right to Paul, because I could go berserk on this right now. You do have to make the time. Your health, listen to me now. I have two businesses uh, and many other things besides training and all those great things. But if I don't have my health, I can't help out in my house. I can't help my family. I can't go to Iceland. I can't run two businesses. So don't tell me you don't have the fucking time to do it. You have to make the time. Because when you do that, it not only changes the mental landscape in your mind, but what it does, it makes you become the leader you should become. And all your relationships are going to get better there's going to be a newfound respect, and you're going to go and change. Suddenly, I don't need that donut anymore. Suddenly, I don't need to sit on the couch and watch 10 hours of sports. Suddenly, I don't need to be texting everybody in the goddamn world. Suddenly, you know what? I never would go out in the cold before it's snowing tonight. I'm going to go take a walk for a half a mile and come home. It's no bullshit. It will happen to you in a way where you can't believe why did it take me 18 years to even attempt to do this. It's all yours, brother. Just a couple of things to, to um, comment on there. You mentioned school and that, you know, it's a school and you, you see that maybe it's good for learning. You know, I think that's one of our biggest problems as well in how the school systems tend to be run. And I'm, I'm sure it's the same in the US for you guys. But yep. to me, especially for younger kids, um, to me, school should be about social learning, social interaction, yep. um, play, and learning to be physical yep. more than academic, especially through through the early years. I mean, we should be teaching kids how to interact with each other on an emotionally adult level, yep. emotional awareness, and you know, so we so we teach them how to be better people before we teach them an academic subject, not the other way around. I guess that's my point. Yep. I think people have got it ass backwards. They just throw kids in the deep end, give them academia to learn, you know, not allow them to be kids, but actually don't teach them anything about, you know, life, about the type of um, adults they need to become. We don't, we don't give them those lessons. Those were the, the fireside lessons that a tribal elder would hand down to, you know, the, the, the warriors and the adults. 
Yep. And then they would hand them down to the kids and everybody would look to the older people for the wisdom of what it means to be a human and what it means to be an adult and what it means to be a leader of people. And that can be taught or should be taught to, to kids or at least to start to filter their learning is how to become the best person they can become within a society so that when they're older, they're actually in a good place to choose what academia they want to actually you know, concentrate on. But also then they have the mental faculties to be able to knuckle down and, and become academic. And I, I think that, you know, it's a, it's a big problem um, in how the school systems are run. And it's also why a lot of adults fail mm-hmm. be, because of that. Also, talking about kind of, you, you know, people, we don't have enough time. Yeah, right. Um, I, I don't buy that. That's one of my biggest bugbears, you know. Yeah. People have time. I, I, I like you, work seven days a week. You know, I've got three kids that I've got to see in between now. I've got a girlfriend. Girlfriend's got five kids. Yeah. I've got family. I've got friends. I've got my online clients that I'm dealing with from all over the world. So when I'm ready to go to sleep, you guys in America is awake and you guys I'm working with with you guys across the pond. This is twenty four seven, seven days a week almost at times. And I find the time. I choose to prioritize what's important, not prioritize Facebook, computers. You know, I do like to watch TV shows, but I watch TV shows when I can, not instead of prioritizing making my body healthy to live in. So that it's just bullshit. They've got it ass backwards. It's not that they don't have time, it's that they don't prioritize their own health and that's that and I'm just gonna end that right there. Well look look, Paul, here's the thing. They we're brought up in a society, especially now, where um the only conflict it seems with everything is people calling you names and you're you're destroying my identity or you're doing this to me, that to me. It's a it's a broken down society that to me in a lot of ways is disintegrating more and more because the double edged sword of everything with with all of this um, quote unquote intelligence out there, whether it's real or not, is to keep you basically on the fence with everything. And entrepreneurs, as you know, have to make decisions. Decisions are going to be possibly very good, or you might have to step back and realign and go. That's part of, of all of this. But the thing is, really, that I see is with schools and everything else. Look, I've had young kids over here. I've got young nieces and nephews. These kids are like sponges, man, and people don't understand. This, to me, I bring them all over into the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. It's like, any you know from children. Did you ever, folks, think about this if you haven't in a long time. Did you ever do something with your son, daughter, or niece, or nephew, and they complete it, and you look at the smile on their face? If that doesn't melt you right there, nothing ever will. Because the exuberance, and I conquered this, and I learned it today, and I did this. I see this with my sister's kids. 
I mean, it's worthwhile. It's better than going, go up to the blackboard and what's 5 plus 3? Well, what the fuck is that going to get you 20 years down the road? All right? The point of the matter is, if you build like with the weights and the kettlebells and every other thing we talk about, if you build the base, the base, the base, the base, come back to the base over and over and over, refine. You know, I call it here, what I call it is different than a lot of people. I've done it. There's a video out there that I did this on. In the center, it's called strength resolve. And everything's got tentacles, whether it's to your will, end result, et cetera, et cetera. And when I talk about strength resolve, that's what I call the internal you. That's where you build your life from the inside out. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have a very unproductive life if all you are doing is bringing it from the outside in. And we see this more and more, and we see the effect. It's not only having, <coughs> excuse me, on adults, but look at the kids now. I mean, the majority of kids are just screwed right out of their mind. And what do the parents do, the majority of them? They give them a phone at three years old and have fun. That would be the day I'd do that. I mean, if they needed to get in contact with me, there would be no problem with it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to make them live in a cave. That's not going to benefit them either. But the point of the matter is when you build the the infrastructure, the bottom, and start scaling it up, you're going to have kids that are going to be absolutely ferocious in their determination to do whatever they want. And, and I don't know any parent that doesn't want to see their child be more successful than they are. You know, me, whether I get married and have kids or it's one of the nieces or the nephews, I hope one of them at some point are going to come in and work for me, be part of the staff of this multi-million dollar companies. Because I want to leave a legacy and I plan on it. I want FBC and M&M to outlive me and whomever takes it. That's what it's all about. And the days of the point of views and the people ruining what, you know, you let them into your head. They ruin your dreams. You question everything. They're over, folks. They're over. It's over for me, I can tell you that. And I'm that goddamn Italian hardhead. My old man used to call me that all the time. He says, you got a head like a block. Well, thank God I did, and thank God I listened to my pop among many people. Uh, in today's, today's day and age, he would have been too damn tough for most people. You know, they talk about the great coach Vince Lombardi of the Packers. Could Vince coach today? Everyone will come out and say no. You know, I heard a thing yesterday. I'll give it right to you, Paul, and we'll we'll wind it up. I heard uh, Aaron Boone, who's the new um, manager of the Yankees, great player, comes from a big baseball family, et cetera, et cetera. Doesn't have any experience. I don't know where it's going to take him. But some of the thought, some of the things he was talking, and I don't know if he was saying just the right things for management. But baseball is becoming more and more analytical, and I'm not really, I don't really care for that. And it's going to take the manager out of the game more and more. And the manager, like a lot of people now, seem to me, they're there to pat the players on the ass and tell them how great they are. Uh, that isn't the way it is. And you got to be able to make decisions from the gut. And sometimes you win, sometimes you have to um, change your perspective. I don't like even saying losing anymore. Okay, but we're doing this with everything. Take the human touch out. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. If they're having a bad day, go over and hug them. Fuck you. There's, and I'm not saying be cold to people, 
or not support them. But this notion of we are so fragile we can't handle anything. And man, I got to go sit in a corner and I've got to go and and play with Play-Doh. I mean, you're paying players millions and millions of dollars. You know what you need to do, folks? You need to stand up, step up, and stop worrying about points of view. And you don't need a 40-year-old male to come over to you and say, Are you okay? Are you okay? No, what you need to do is communicate with one another, have a commonality of a goal, and go out and seize it. Stab it to death. And that's what you need to do. Paul, I could go on with you for a week probably. This is the way the shows are getting. Um, summarize anything. Take your time. Give out all your information. I'll give mine. I'll hang on the line. We'll set up for March, my friend. All right, sir. All right. Um, one of the things, there's two things that occurred to me while you were just talking there. And, you know, one, we were talking about this. Um, we, 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 we're addicted to gadgets and addicted to things rather than kind of... Um, evolving ourselves or learning and it, something popped into my head actually earlier in the week and I nearly posted this on social media and then I just like I do I just kind of tend to forget about it but a thought popped into my head and it's, it's just come back to me right now when you were talking is that unfulfilled people yep. crave and covet entertainment um, fulfilled people crave learning and evolution of themselves mm-hmm and this is what the Romans figured out when the people started to get unhappy yep. society they made trouble they started talking about we don't want you as a government we don't like this we're not happy we're not going to spend money in commerce so they gave them the games they gave them the yep. spectacle and it just dumbed everybody down everybody yep. just shut the hell up and it became the biggest form of social control, and the Romans figured this out. Yep. So the more outlandish the entertainment and the more readily available it is, the more you can control the masses. Yep. Yep. And you'll find people that have an unhappy life, they're not doing anything with themselves, they always make those negative decisions, they scupper their own success, they have a poor attitude, they are apathetic towards every aspect of success in themselves, their kids, and everybody else crave filling the void with something that will entertain them. Mm-hmm. But the more we get fulfilled, or the more we change ourselves and do something, learn a new skill, develop and evolve ourselves as people, the more fulfilled we become, the more addicted to this learning process we become, the less we want a new hairdo, the less we want a new handbag, a new iPhone, a new this, a new that, the less entertainment is needed. So I I just want people to stop and think that instead of trying to entertain ourselves ask the question do we really need to be entertained or do we need to learn something or do something new or try and evolve our thinking and if we are craving a new phone because we've had a phone for over six months and oh my god you know (laughs) i can't be um i can't be having to have a phone for 24 months without a new one maybe there's something missing in your life that if if that's your biggest problem, that's the thing that you care about the most and it's really bugging you that you need this new phone, maybe there's something missing. 
maybe there's something important that you should be doing rather than worrying about you know something so petty and it, it brought me to the to the thought that when you were talking about kids and everybody wants your kids to be successful but kids are sponges and kids are there to be brainwashed yep they are there to be programmed by the adults around us the the, the tribal elder so if you're sitting there and you genuinely care about your kid and you put a phone in the hand or a tablet in the hand every five minutes just so they're not talking to you and asking you for attention you are choosing to brainwash your kid to covet entertainment over success over learning over evolution over becoming an entrepreneur or becoming the best version of themselves that they can be okay they might learn something from youtube but the, the, the reality is they're probably going to learn, you know, watching a video of a cat doing a backflip or something. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to entertain themselves. So if, if we look at our children and we look at the people around us and we choose that whatever we do with that, that kid today is actually going to brainwash them for the future, our decisions on what we do with those kids might be very different. And that is going to make them a better functioning adult if we make the right decision. And that, that brings us right back to the beginning to, you know, what you said about perspective and how we get rid of all of this negative kind of, I don't see me as others see me. And yep. why can't I not do it? Which leads me to be unfulfilled. If I don't act on this, I want to be fulfilled. And I've just got a little checklist when, when I'm, faced with one of these decisions and it's kind of what how where when kind of checklist and number one is what what do i really want to achieve either like now mm -hmm. or in life you want to achieve motivational muscle the media empire but you also want to have more money so you can live comfortably but that's your what yeah that's number one you write down what your what is and most people don't even know what their what is these days. They don't even know you ask them. They're like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just want a new phone. I want, I want, I want to go for coffee and have cake. Yeah. What yeah. the hell do you want out of life? Because like you said, they're going to get to be old and they're going to like sit there in a stupor and regret that that's been the be all and end all of their life. So decide, number one, what is your what? Then go number two, make your list. How? How could I possibly make this happen? How could I possibly make this happen? Write down all of the possibilities that could make it happen. Then go to number three. Where do I start? Where do I start? What is the first thing out of those possibilities that I try? And don't be scared of failing because there's many possibilities and by by failing at one I learn that one of the others might work not that I can't do it so where do I start bam nail that one number four what could go wrong so you write down all of the things that could go wrong and you plan for that eventuality but then, then you say what could go right mm -hmm. and you plan for that eventuality too and then finally, number five, when do I start? 
And there's only one answer to that one, right, Eric? Can you guess what that is? <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Yep. Yep. That's yep. the list. Number one, what do I really want in life? Number two, how do I make it happen? Three, where do I start? Four, what could go wrong? What could go right? Five, when do I start? And you go do it and you write that list every damn day depending on what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's how we get our thinking. That's, that's incredible because I do a new list every morning. Um one of the things that I, you know, some of the stuff I talked about all the time, I always put success on the top. Today I wrote, I am sensible and in control of my finances, and I went on and on and on. I talked about that. You know, you talk about, I like I'll say, I am fully committed to loving myself now. You always add now or more to it because you never know what the universe is going to bestow upon you, and you want to get every single thing that's coming your way what you're going to attract who you're going to attract is even more important because as i said you don't know where like i talked about on monday's show i don't know this should this person could we could go all over the map who knows um it could connect me to so many big things this is what happens with people you keep plugging away you keep making move after move, whether it works or it doesn't, but it always works because down the road it's going to lead you to something else that you won't even realize at the time. So when you think you got your face kicked in at that point, you might have temporarily, but everything you're doing has consequences and influences out there. And I'm telling you right now, and I'll give it right back to you, Paul. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'll tell you right now, though, never give up on yourself. No matter what people are saying, no matter what the point of view is, and I know it's hard at times, man. There were, there's been so many times I was like, "Is this it? Is this the last dime in my pocket? What am I going to do? I'm out working. I, I'm not finding work right now." You know what? A lot of it is, unless it's somebody like if I worked for Paul, that's somebody I respect. That's one thing. But the majority of people I don't respect out there. Because I understand how freedom in life is now more than ever. The majority of these people in these positions, they ought to be picking fucking bananas somewhere. I'm serious, too. You listen to them, and you hear what they're saying, and you hear their attitudes, and they could give a rat's ass if you walked out the door. Um, It's not all like that out there everywhere, folks. And myself, Paul, and others... As our enterprises grow, I mean, I'm going to be putting a staff of people on here eventually. I'm going to need to do that. It's very, very exciting. Think about the possibilities down the road. See the end result. I, when I was talking to Paul, and Paul was talking about Husafel, I literally was watching the video in my head over and over of picking that 418-pound stone off the ground and going around that sheep pen in record time and i think the fastest i've ever seen anybody move with it was 21 seconds and in my mind i'm going to move it in 17 seconds and if i feel good enough i'm going to do two laps with it why because every goddamn bone inside of me is dying to go there dying to go there so think about all those things paul finish up brother i didn't mean to cut in but i thought that uh your last five points were very legit and it set another fire off in my head (laughs) yeah you're okay man it's my pleasure and um yeah i just want people to to stop and think that 
you know, you need to be a mental magician these days. That there's so it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, um, entertainment and, and and frittering away a small amount of time on this planet. But your perspective is everything. And if you are unfulfilled, you will fall into the trap and you'll get sucked into this trying to fill fill your life with, you know, petty stuff. So let's try the the idea of taking the, the what, where, when, why and use that to give us something that will generally um, fulfill us, to nourish us, to be revitalizing to our brain and body. And that that is that's crack cocaine right there, you know, it's yeah. addictive more than anything else. And you will find that you become a better person, you become um, indispensable in your community and to your family and to your friends, and you will actually start to feel fulfilled. And all of that, you know, superfluous BS of phones and, and entertainment will just drop away. You'll find that you no longer want to do it. You just, you still enjoy it now and again, but you just don't need it. And that's the thing, you need to evolve and be a better person. And I just want to finish off by saying that I know you've set yourself up, Eric, as a person that is integral within your world. You can't just be replaced by anybody, right? I don't feel so, no. Exactly. So all of these guys you're talking about at the job, you know, and their nine-to-fives and their jobs and what have you, pretty much all of them spouting their legislation and, uh, you know, you've got to do this and you've got to do that and this is the way to do it vast majority of them can be replaced yep. within an afternoon yep. completely within an afternoon I know that I can't be replaced I know anybody that trains with me one time knows that I can't just be replaced by another PT, another trainer, another coach and that is because my perspective is such that I have craved and coveted learning Evolving as a, as, a, as a person mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I have taken it upon myself to become the best version of me I can be all the time. It's, it's, it's every single day. Yep. And I think everybody should be doing that. Yeah, Nobody my... should be replaceable within an afternoon. Nobody should. That's not right. The world is a lesser place if people can just be replaced as a commodity. And we need to take responsibility upon ourselves to make sure we are indispensable. So that's that's my closing thoughts, my friend. That's my uh, closing thoughts. All right, um, give out your... Web, uh, are you ready to give the website address out or do we have to wait? When does this go live, my friend? Okay, very good. Is there anything else, Paul? Anything coming up that you want to announce? Yeah, I'll give the new website um, is www.coachpfg.com. So when this goes live, it will be live. So I imagine that's going okay. to be tomorrow or the day after, I assume, yes? Great work. Um, now, you're, are you coming, you and Pavel coming this way with, to meet Kelly soon? April. April, April okay. April 19th, we fly out to New York City. All right. Well, we'll have you on before then. We'll talk a little bit about that too. What else you got, brother? Alrighty, yep, that's it, mate. Just the the website, okay. Okay. and I'm signing off, and we'll 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 speak soon. I I hope.
Okay, well, just hang on while I give everything out, and we'll sign off momentarily. Um, this is Motivation and Muscle uh, Streaming Radio 24-7. Uh, don't forget, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. You want to talk about value, I mean, it's value personified. And as we become a bigger and bigger media um, giant, you're going to see more and more products coming out, obviously. Obviously, the podcast is huge. And go out to our blog. That's out at FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Um, these are the recent posts I've done. In fact, I did one yesterday. Life Without the Barbell, The Movement, The Strong Four, Masculine Moment, and Italian Fiorello. Incredible stuff. We've had many people write for us. Anybody that's interested, that's real legit, come on in, and I will let you write articles for us. We'd love to have you. Um, great, great stuff. Also, too, don't forget about the manly men's movement at FiorellaBarbellCo.com. That was Dr. Wong, myself, and Douglas Graham. The thing, lo- the page looks phenomenal. Go out and start a thread. I mean, let's get involved. I mean, I've had people for over two years say to me, you know, are you ever going to do anything with something like that? Because you and a lot of your guests are always talking about what it is to be a man, not to apologize for being a man. Well, it's been up for almost two weeks now. It's a great time for you to get involved because this is something that's not going to go away. And we're on a mission to really change people's ideas about everything. Um, there's some books down there. There's going to be other ones that Dr. Wong and I have uh, decided we're going to put up there. Um, there are some quotes there. There's some video um, and the discussion board. Now, we are going to bring on, obviously, some other affiliates. We're going to be bringing in, um, it look, well, we have, we have Amazon there right now with the books and a few other things, but, um, bodybuilding.com, there's a few supplements I do like. It's not going to be littered with that stuff. Um, Lost, um, Empire Herbs, which is our pal Logan Christopher. Um, and there's probably going to be one or two, well, one of the other things is we're going to bring in the Earth Pulse. Um, it's an incredible system for sleeping and recovery. Um, I've had Paul on here uh, many, many times. Paul um, is a great guy, and what a product he's got. So that's going to be coming on to look out for that. And also, too, you will see on Motivation Muscle, um, our rates for to come on here and advertise with us. The block is already in on the home page. It's just not linked up to the pricing yet because I'm in the middle of doing it. So there's a lot of things going on. Also, too, um, go out to our Prosperity Conscious page. You know, we are basically raising capital through that. That's what we want to do. You know, you got over 800 shows, and I've heard people say, well, you know, you're asking, well, yeah, I mean, you're not getting charged for these shows. Most people out there are charging you for podcasts. I won't do that. The idea of all this information, we would love for you to buy Winners and Champions, Inc., and we'd like you to donate to the company. Um, you know, you go out there, there's a $25.50 and $100 that goes right to PayPal. You're going to get something for it whether it is the first module off Winners and Champions, and then the second one would be the module, and I believe that's a half an hour of free consultation, and then the third is an hour with the module of free consultation. And I also, I've been putting it out there for about a week now, it doesn't matter, you can still get free consultation with me right now. 
And if you're not in the New York area where we'd love for you to come and be coached here at the FBC Stone and Steel Yard, I can talk to anybody on Skype. As you can tell, that's how we do everything. I'm a master with that. So don't wait. Let's get in on that and get going. Also, too, don't forget about our um, YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. There's going to be more and more video up there. In fact, I'm going to put a video up today because I'm looking for someone in the upstate area to work part-time to do all the filming here. could be maybe a a young man in college. It might be a a 16-year-old kid that can run this thing better than anybody. That's going to go up today. We hope we get some response with that. That would be a great thing. Um, Also, too, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Just go out and look at all the shows Paul and I have done. I would like to have this show up by Sunday at the latest. So that's one thing. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com. Um, sign up for our free newsletter. That goes to my MailChimp account. You'll get anything that I put out. And I always put out a wealth of content. All right? Also, too, um, if someone's, well, no, if there's a particular show you like Paul and I to do, go out to Fiorella Barbell at nicap.r.com. Um, go out to iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five star review. That's what we've gotten. Um, go out to AHA directory. You can get M&M in your car 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change your life. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. That might be all they get. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, press it, pull it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. The Great Hoose of Steel Stone Crusher in Blood Red Domination. We are domination, we clear-cut the path, and we will never follow anyone. Never. We are dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our big balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Well, my friend, that's the way it's always going to be here, if not more so, as we keep growing, growing, growing. Frank Klein, my greatest college professor in business, repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. My pop, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever, who we lost almost four years to cancer in August. Walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. And I can tell you, keep smiling. It will do a shift in your mind like you can't imagine. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we're not going to kick your door in. We'll blow the roof off your house. Join the revolution. Join the family. Join the manly men's movement. Join them. I'm telling you right now, life will change for you. Don't be a chicken shit with anything. I mean that. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And also, I said this before, men, stop apologizing for being men. Support your wives, your girlfriends, your children. Be a leader. And women, it goes for you. It's very important. Support your men, your boyfriends, your children. Stay together. Don't let these vampires drive a wedge between the two of you. We need you, and you need us. Paul, Always an honor. Um, another sterling show as usual with a boatload of information. 
And I thank you for being on, brother. Yeah, thank you, Eric. It was truly my honor, as always. Yes, sir, and I appreciate the kind words. So, for Paul Firepower Gray, as I said, this show will be up by the weekend. Um, we've got a busy week. We've got Andrew Durney at on tomorrow, and I can't remember. I think we've got a couple shows on Saturday, and if I'm not mistaken, this might be a father and son show, part two. So this is great. This is what I want. As Pavel said to me, he goes, I love the direction you're going. I said, you know what? It's just a direction full of just not only enjoyment and passion, but to be able to go out and create, I'm telling you, if you're not doing it, folks, you're missing out on life. Have a great week. We will talk to you soon. And remember this. Life is asking you to do something. You don't ask it. We will talk to you soon, and go out and kick the world in the balls today. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.